The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to a brand new episode. Uh, this one, uh, name of the episode is Porterhouse. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain coming up. <laughs> it's, it's a fine episode. We have some returning champions, and if you stay till the end, Jimmy is going to interview all three Shafts from the Shaft movies. You know, talking about Shaft, yeah, all, all three of the Shafts. <laughs> New, average, and old. I, I don't know how you categorize them. Pick your favorite Shaft. Uh, but uh, that's at the end of the episode, so stick around for that. Um, okay, yeah, lots of stuff to get to. It's a fine, fine episode. Let's get to it. I want to thank our sponsors for making it possible, of course. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection opens seven days a week. The hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. And, of course, Cabin Fever, great selection of games, toys, lunch boxes, and, of course, duckies, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Go in and say hi to Dave. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. And, of course, Black Velvet Boutique, your trusted resource for sexual wellness. And on June 11th, they are hosting a free sex education class from 7 to 9 p.m. That's coming up quick. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, and you'll receive special discounts. They're open seven days a week. All right, let's get to this episode. They're talking about Shaft. Porterhouse is the name of the episode. After these, please to enjoy. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! Welcome back to the basement. Yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. Hmm. What do we have here? You sound like mm. Jeff Goldblum for a second. Mm. Ah, yes. Mm. Ah, mm. <laughs> I, it, that was something I did on my little Memorial Day weekend. We went down to visit uh, uh, Porter House and his his family. That's that's Drew. <laughs> <laughs> that was his nickname when he lived in our basement for five or six years. Because of all the stakes. Yeah, Porter yeah. Porter House was his nickname because right. I'd have him do things for me. Porter House. <laughs> you know. uh, but uh, we we <laughs> go stayed. fetch the paper. It was things like that. Hey, these shoes, these shoes, poor. All right. Um, <laughs> sorry, I wandered for a moment. But uh, I, you really I, liked having a manservant, though. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these dishes are awful, Porter. Porter House. House. You should be able to see your face in these. That's right. Um, this isn't the Holiday China Porter House. <laughs> but uh, I think the name of the episode is now Porter House. But uh, I sat down and and we rewatched a lot of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And and. I'm surprised at how many people have not seen, first of all, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is a so good. Great movie. such a great movie. Fantastic. It's entertaining. And because uh, none of the people there had seen it, they're like, why did I miss this one? Right. I'm like, yeah, why did you? It was even you? on Netflix. How do you yeah. miss it? It's on Netflix. Exactly. Uh, if you actually look at the numbers on the Ant-Man movies, though, they're two of the lowest performing they are. Marvel movies. And I don't understand that. Yeah. Well, it is Ant-Man. Come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they're fun. Yeah. Oh, I love them. They're charming as shit. Yeah. Which is also proof that uh, they made the right decision in not starting with mm-hmm. Ant-Man. Yeah. It's true. Uh, but then we rewatched uh, Thor Ragnarok, which, oh. again, most of the people in the house had not seen. What? Crazy. I know, right? Because they were like, well, who is that girl on the flying horse in, in uh, Endgame? That's Valkyrie. Went, and I went, ah, ah, here. And so dumb, we went. Natalie, who's that girl on the flying horse? Why are they on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> who's that rock guy? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. Uh, we're just playing some. Oh, Fortnite. he's big. <laughs> my favorite thing with Ra- Ragnarok was when my dad got into the Marvel movies. I keep talking mm-hmm. about it, and uh, he he watched Ragnarok the next morning. He goes, "Devil's asshole." <laughs> 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 yeah. That's all he said, yeah. and I just like. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that there are still that many people who had not seen these movies. And, I, still, and I still come across people who have never seen a Star Wars movie. Of course, there's fewer I've seen, of them. I've seen five good good ones. Yeah, because every time I meet someone who hasn't seen a Star Wars movie, I murder them. <laughs> That's, that was my friend Angie. Uh, like She got your, murdered? Your, no, your, former, your, your deceased friend, Angie. No, like she had never seen them. And so like one, one weekend, uh, me and you her saved and her life. We sat and watched every single one. And like really? Lunch and dinner. Did you handcuff oh. her to the chair? Damn. <laughs> oh, she these. had a good time. Because like, I was like, we were, remember when the, what was that shitty fantasy con? Or 
whatever they did on the 4th of July, remember? Oh, you're talking Fan- about the competing one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, um, Fantasy Con. Fantasy Con. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, that one, yeah. yeah. It was one and done, right? Yeah. yeah. All 14 people went. So um, me and Angie went to that, and we walked up. There was a giant job of the hut yeah. sitting there, and she goes, and she goes, What's that giant slug man? I go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> giant slug man. You are such a good friend. You could have had so much fun. Like, well, that is giant slug man. You got yeah. it right. And I say, it's like, oh, so we're doing this next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. You saved her life. Yes, you did. He saved her life. He Shannon Barnes. Fuck yeah. You're man, a hero. I am. I fucking am. <laughs> Woo! He am. I'm fucking done, man, with that shit. All right. Put it one, and, one and done. Uh... <laughs> Pub quiz gets a little crazy over the summer. I'm it not going to lie. It does. Because yeah, because I don't have to go nowhere the next day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And so it's outside. It gets a bit squirrely. We have class outside. And we go outside. It's nice. We have pub quiz outside. Uh-huh. It's outside. <laughs> uh, Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock. Don't be a fucking jerk. Come there, wow. jerk. Wow. Okay. I think about coming, but I'm afraid you'll abuse me. <laughs> jerk. I might. Yeah. Uh He's afraid he'll get abused. He's Lee George K. I really am, and I'm very sensitive because of you know the internet tells mm-hmm. me all the time that I'm dumb and I can't spell. So <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right, Jimmy. Thank you. Thank you for at least reading my <laughs> Jimmy articles. Jimmy alone. At least he's, yeah. At least <laughs> on, he's on reading. Cool. Yeah. So uh, on Bleeding Cool right now, I'm I'm covering comic books. I'm covering movies. I'm covering the television programs. Uh, I am officially assigned to probably the greatest television program of the summer. Uh, ABC's Extreme Mini Golf Show, Holy Moly. Oh my God! Uh, Is which it actually called Holy Moly? Yes, called Holy Moly. I'm so fucking excited. Uh, there's there's one uh, course called Dutch Treat where you have to go through an obstacle course of giant foam windmills oh that are actually moving, <laughs> and the windmill blades can knock you over, in which course you are penalized. Oh, awesome! Uh, I am so on board. Not since I said the Masked Singer will be the hit of the winter have I felt this strongly about a television show. So. So, not uh, even, God. not even that Rob Lowe one. Fuck that! I don't. I already know Rob Lowe. People are going to tune in. I mean, I go for. Is this so fucking weird that it shouldn't work? Yes, I'm covering it, yes, and that's yes. that's my that's my racket there. And also uh, covering uh, all stories coming out of England for Bleeding Cool. Good. What on, on the English? What? What? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, still so, still so actually working at Shiv Games, teaching people how to paint miniatures. If you want to come down and uh, play some Star Wars games, we're doing Star Wars Legion on Tuesday nights. So okay. if you really want to see what, uh, what the terror of Darth Vader on a tabletop, we'll do it in 32 <laughs> millimeter for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> scale's important. Oh. He's Lee George Cade's harshest critic yeah. online. He's Look, Jimmy Martin. That's not where the fucking apostrophe goes, you asshole. <laughs> I did learn about the uh, the possessive its. I mean, that is a lifelong It'll mistake change. that I've been making. It'll and change then, your life, yeah. Uh, Jimmy said, dude, possessive its doesn't have a potos- uh, an apostrophe. And I was apostrophe. Like, that's, I said, that's preposterous. <laughs> well, a preposterous that was, that apostrophe. That was the first mistake. He's been calling them pataustrophes. <laughs> it's right. an apostrophe <laughs> catastrophe. Well, it's a learning disability. I thought hamburgers were called burnikers until I was 34. Please, hamburgers. No, that's I learned the right word. Yeah. Steamed hams. I thought they were hamburgers. <laughs> I thought they were hamburgers. Apostrophe <laughs> catastrophe is actually the off-Broadway play I just wrote. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be really good. There's, uh, there's one song in it. And then the rest is just staring. <laughs> I'm in. I want to watch that. <laughs> he wants to watch that. He's Quad T to Tall Tony. Hey, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or uh, every week here on the Geek Show, or every other week on the Gadget Spot. I, I don't have any plays coming out, so oh no no no, you're, go see Jimmy's. You're actually reviving your part as the horse in Equus. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to keep that under wraps for another episode. Well, That's better than when you were the horse in uh, Equus. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the same thing, though. That's a good callback. Oh, sorry. Sick. Got him. <laughs> oh, like, uh, got him. Sorry. I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> a, non, a non-horse Equus reference, he thought. It was something else. Well, I guess, I guess it is better. What did you, what did you think well, is more horse? You know, I guess it is better than that time I was the horse in Equus. So. It's better than the time he was Seabiscuit. La- ladies and gentlemen, if you look at the left side of the plate, you'll see a blink stare. <laughs> That's right. Uh, she's, uh, oh, she's, she's, Jay, she's Jay and regretting it right now. I got tour dates. <laughs> she's Rebecca Frost. November. <laughs> That's it. That's, don't even November. Go. Chuckle Hut. Special thanks to Kevin, who came out, bought me a shot. You're the real MVP, Kevin. I fucks with it. 
<laughs> Are you going to be in a... Equus? Equus? No, nah, man. Equus is Chuckle Shack. Chuckle Equus? Equus? Equus Uncle's Chuck. Chuckles. That's called a Equus. barn, Shannon. Shack. Barn. Equus Gardens. Barn. That's called a barn. You're going to be there on May, <laughs> May 32nd? May 32nd? Yeah. You know, Jay right now is going, man, my fucking ears burn. <laughs> And I got a dog too. Or he's, yeah. <laughs> or he's, or he's gonna listen to this and be like, "Do I sound like that?" <laughs> you don't. You know, this is the reason. This is the exact fucking reason I hate being gone on juggets when I do it because you guys just fucking rip. That's all you guys <laughs> yeah. do. I call it the blueberry conundrum. You know, what? We'll, start, we'll start calling her Lady J. Lady J. Well, then I gotta do my G laugh. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Jay, how's it going? <laughs> Lady, Lady J is gonna be at Big Dick McGee's Giggle Factory. Rambler in Lafayette. It's called Giggle Shit. Jul- July Giggle Shits with a Z. <laughs> July thirty second. Yeah. All right, and he'll be uh, introing for Soupy Sales at the Gillette <laughs> Testing Facility. We're digging up Soupy Sales. Yep. Oh, hey, Shit. we have a host. Digging up Speaking Soupy of... Sales, Carrie Jackson. I'm digging up Soupy Sales? All right, I'll get right on Isn't it. Isn't that a squeeze song? Digging up Soupy Sales? Digging yeah. up Soupy Sales. Dig it up, dig it up, dig it up. That's close. That, that was very funny, wasn't it? Good. That, that thank was you. very good. It was good until you said it wasn't that funny. Oh, no, 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 it was very good. <laughs> I liked it. it I don't care about <laughs> any else's approval except Carrie. As a, as a ska fan. <laughs> Only daddy. <laughs> Only daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Papa. Was Papa, no... was that a good one? Did you like that, Papa? Papa, was that funny? There's no English. Did I abuse you, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> Papa, watch us dance. Notice me, Papa. <laughs> Papa, look at me. <laughs> No more cream of wheat for me because I'm the funny one. <laughs> Papa, we're going to start a mosh circle. <laughs> mosh Papa, circle? look at me skank. Papa, look. <laughs> look at my elbows. They go so high. <laughs> my scar children. Oh. Look at all these fun check patterns. Oh, no. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, Papa. Papa, pick it up. <laughs> Did you notice the brass ensemble, Papa? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. A trombone, how magical. Oh. It goes in and it goes out, but it never falls off. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Okay. Can I say one thing real fast? Yeah. I didn't say any of my outlets at all. Oh, you didn't? No, oh. it's fine. I just, the only no, reason please, I want to say please, please. is st- stick to the end of this episode for uh, interviews with the cast of Shaft. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, that yeah. sounds scalicious. When I say the, uh, I'm like, Samuel, like, you're kind of a bad motherfucker. You Shut my- your mouth. But Rich Roundtree is a bad motherfucker. Damn straight. Yeah. I think he'd tell you that. I'm going to be the whitest guy in that room. <laughs> just like, just, just nerd. In the air. So it's you and the cast of Shaft, and you're predicting you'll be the whitest man in the room. That's, That's probably bold true. prediction. That is a bold prediction. You know prediction. what? I'm going to put bold. that all on that on that bet. Have you tried yeah. not seeing color? <laughs> Thanks for the nation. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway. What are we talking about, Papa? Uh, <laughs> Papa, Meals. what's in the news? <laughs> Well, please, this, please tell me I'm the best hype man. This is the big story. This is the one that everyone's talking about this week. Well, this stop story. waving it around. I like right the way it. you wave it, Papa. Right here. Do Bigger, right, I don't Papa. know about that. Bigger than a tuba, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to talk in a British accent. There will the be the no tubas in our ska band. Oh, so. oh, I don't know. We don't Seventeen do people and not Thomas one tuba. Right. Here we go. I brought the tuba, Papa. <laughs> So here's the big story. <laughs> Todd McFarlane. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Let's see. Going. Okay, let's see. Let's see where this is going. Come on. That cover to Spawn's definitely the cover to Spider-Man. What I saw that. Post? Yeah, all right. I saw that. Please, it was an homage. Oh. Uh, Todd homage. McFarlane has threatened to walk away walk from his much Ballyhooed Spawn movie. Oh, thank wait, wait. God. If. Who's oh, Ballyhooed? Uh, in this? If. Come on. If don't. investors pressure him to change the script jerks so they, do, they want me to make it good and i said dare, no i, I said no challenge me i said no let me, let i'm me a this, drawer i'm let, doubling down on like wasamo's clown let me get this straight you're paying for this and you want me to listen to you i'm a drawer <laughs> a drawer he has he has been the president yes. of image comics for a long time, He's and a, I'd say yeah. it's a successful, uh, successful thing at this comics. point. I right. do love yeah. me some Image Comics. Comics. Yeah, Image Comics. I'd say Image Image is probably the company I would want to work for if I were a comic guy. Com- I make plastic right. statues that fall apart uh, with substandard plastic, uh, substandard materials. But but 
if I'm it a comes trawler. down to uh, if it comes down to movies, I'd say the one movie that he's been directly involved in wasn't so good. Not so good. But as far as animated series go, he did a good job. But the HBO thought, and Mannequin Two was good. How what involved was he with the Spawn animated series? I let me go back in time because you do the introduction because you Stanley great though. You you remember that his idea for this Spawn movie is is that Spawn's not really in it. He's like Jaws. Yeah, he's huh? like Jaws. Callback. That's, yeah. actually, that's from last episode. <laughs> that was like three done. seconds ago. They call him uh, Bruce. The, the story is Equus. Sam and Twitch. Spawn is Robert Pattinson. <laughs> and Spawn, no! I'm okay with that. And Spawn, Spawn is a up. naked boy standing next to a horse. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, he's listed as the director, too. Of this the, movie? That movie. Spawn. Yeah. Oh, that's... that turned out good when Frank Miller did it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to spawn a revelation. Mm. Wah, wah. So he says, uh, the money's sitting on the sidelines ready to go. I just need to get everyone that wants to put in money to shake their heads to the same script. As you can imagine, everyone They has, are. They're shaking it no. Yeah, no. they're going no. No, as you, as you can imagine, everyone has a slightly different vision of it in their head. You money me now. This you, works. You, like, we want a good one. You just go <laughs> and trying to appease a handful of people while not giving in to what is to that I'm trying to do myself. Okay. okay. All right. Because well, that's a drawer, a good, not a wordsman. Even, if he yes. can't even talk, he certainly because, can't write. He's not a wordsman. Because if I have to change it too much, I'll just walk away from it all. So Perhaps um, that's what they're trying to get you Todd. to do. Oh, darn. So, like, we hear Todd will walk away if we just say no enough. So, um, Todd, here's the I'll thing. I'll do it. I'll do it. Here's the thing, Todd. I got $10 million uh-huh. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Give it. Me now. Me, here's money, all me I now. want. This, I just, um, Todd, I just want to see a script that isn't dog shit. Um, uh, uh, no, I'm, ins- just... I'm insisting that Spawn's Kate be a mile long. Um, and... <laughs> One mile. <laughs> but... Um, Todd. And I want whoever did the motion capture for Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man movies to do all the motion capture for Spawn because I need all uh, those poses. Julie, well, Julie, and, I feel Todd. like you're like disrespecting my creative vision. Uh, but Todd, Julie, we'd like to see um, Spawn once. It'd be fan- just no. no, I want him off screen. I want him a, the terror that you never see. We, we no. don't. We don't understand why it's about an orphan. Is it okay if it's just a shadow? No, well, Todd, we'd like to see a shadow. No, we'd like to see. The spawn, but you only paid. You 10 do million. see, you see the residual goop that he leaves around, <laughs> and you will see his cape. But can, for it is a mile long. Yes, as previously mentioned, it's like the opening but, shot of Star Wars. It just keeps going. <laughs> oh God, it's like a four-minute introduction, and then it ends on his shoulder. But Todd, it's called Spawn, and not not Spawn. <laughs> You're spawning a lot of irritation in me right oh, now. Fuck you, Todd. I'm out, Julie. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So I. That's. Honestly, this is just me making a prediction. It's not going to happen. Not gonna it's not going to happen. I think we have a better better chance of getting a good Ghost Rider series. Oh, wait. That's our. We I was going to say, we, we have a good chance. Akira. Something, something, Akira. That's not going to happen. The Ghost Rider in the Avengers comics uh, there? Yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah, it's, and it's yeah. Robbie Reyes. Yeah. Robbie yeah. Reyes is great. Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he can get it. And that's, that's going to be the series. He's oh, got sorry. cool I car. fucks with Robbie Reyes. That, that's better. <laughs> Jay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone seen the uh, new uh, trailer for uh, the last yes. season of Legion? Yes. No. No. I gotta watch the previous season before it starts. Me too. Uh, it's really it's quite it's, good. It's quirky and weird. And this is a show. That's Legion. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna binge it though. I'm gonna binge the whole. This season. is what I was just gonna to say. You it. need yeah. to. You don't need to worry about watching it on the day to count no. for ratings. Because I always, because I'm like, this I feel is like the, every time I watch yeah. a new episode, I feel like I've missed an episode. Well, exactly. Yeah. And this is the last season of it, mm. so you don't have to worry about helping it in the ratings. Uh, so just let it pile up in your DVR and then binge it. That's the way to do it. You got the Professor X. But we do have Professor X showing up in this. Uh, Is it McAvoy? No, it's the kid that played uh, Rhaegar Targaryen in Game of Thrones. Uh, Harry Lloyd. (laughs) It wasn't necessarily, it wasn't Rhaegar. It was Daenerys' brother, whatever the fuck his stupid name was. The Uh, guy that got the golden golden crown. Yeah, Targaryen prince. Not going to work here anymore. Yeah, that guy. Dickus Targaryen. Dickus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the new trailers out there, you go to YouTube and watch it, uh, shows uh, uh, David, who's the star of the show, Dan Stevens, who's mm-hmm. a good actor, uh, diving into the events that led him to where he is today. For most of his life, David was possessed by Amal Farouk. The, the Shadow King. King. The Shadow uh, King. Blaza. Yes. Uh, largely thanks to the events in his father's past. His dad just happens to be Charles Xavier. Charles! 
Charles, get out of my head, Charles! Get out of my head, Charles! What uh, are you doing in there, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Legion has been staying away from like most of the X-Men stuff, right. uh, but this is the first time that we're going full on X-Men. You're going to see the building of Cerebro. You never go full X-Men. You never go full X-Men, but as much as this one would. And remember, change the ending, <laughs> because no one wants to see the climax in space. It needs to be in on a train. A train. On a I see train. that on, uh, I'd record this in two days, and I'm, I'm nervous. But you I'm excited, be. though. But remember, Jimmy... The climax could have been in space. The climax but instead, should always be in space. We put it on a train. A train. Train, cli- train climaxes are never fun. Not that's a, tra- a thirty foot club, not the thirty thousand feet. Not club. a space train. A train train. Space is over. A, a space climax train. train. <laughs> a choo choo. What does a, ch- it's a space choo choo train sound like? It doesn't chugga make any chugga. sound at all. That's the correct answer. Chugga yeah. chugga. Now, if it's a Star Wars space train, it makes a sound something like this. <laughs> <laughs> and the tickets are five million dollars. <laughs> Actually, two hundred, but you know. And you can only ride that train for four hours. Well, oh, you got to get in the park first, yeah. and then it's welcome, extra. welcome, everything. Here's two hundred dollars. I spilled my blue milk. <laughs> my favorite news about that, real fast, about the four hours in that in that Star Wars land, is that mm-hmm. they have uh, stormtroopers that will escort you out. I'd wait. Yeah. Oh, I would. Just, I would totally. I wait, would but just kick my ass out. How I don't the fuck care. do they find you? Well, you, get, so, you have wristbands. And they, they're yeah. So like your wristband deactivates, so you can't like do anything, like breathe or you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part is like, they're like one of those post-apocalyptic movies where it'll uh, blow your arm so off. So they just find the, the people who are standing there, like <laughs> the way my oh! you're talking about that movie with Rutger Howard yeah. or Deadline. The way my brain works, though, if I was at that park and stormtroopers came up to take me out of the park. I would have to fight them. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I saw you I kick would... your toenail off at a zombie thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. So, I mean, imagine the danger to my That's feet. True. That's true. Get it, toenail. <laughs> they only allow closed-toed shoes. Please. After, After these messages, messages we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. On June 11th, they're hosting a free sex education class from 7 to 9 p.m. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Did your recently out gay dad just graduate with a Master's of Film Studies at the University of Utah? Well, I'm certain Cabin Fever will have something for your dear old dad to mark all of your gay dad and or grad needs. Since opening their doors in 1982, Cabin Fever has provided Salt Lake City with unique gift ideas and continues to keep doing so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, stop in, browse the walls and aisles, filled with hundreds of vendors' products from vintage lunchboxes, jigsaw puzzles, and unique coffee mugs to shot glasses, toys, gag gifts, magic, and of course, rubber duckies. Seriously, you can get lost in their aisles. Celebrating more than 35 years in Zion, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Say hi to Dave while you're there and tell him Geek Show says hey. Broken news and welcome to it. Name of the episode is Porter House. Because I was just telling a story about your brother. <gasps> what a coincidence. <laughs> and then I'm here. And now you're here for broken news. Everyone, this is my wife, Suzanne. Sue. Sue. Everyone uh, had things, you know, like Shannon's in Disneyland. Kind of hard to get to the basement from there, as hard as we try. As appealing as it is to be in our basement, Disneyland kind of won. It did. And, uh, yeah, so Jay's out slinging jokes, and uh, Jimmy is recovering from traveling, not feeling well. Being famous on The Daily Show. Yeah, he was, uh, it's so funny because it's it's an interview that he did back when he was doing interviews for Age of Ultron. So that was a long time ago, or was that, yeah, that, (laughs) the last one? That was a, no. That was two Avengers movies ago. Okay. Yeah, because it was this. Never mind. Okay. Uh, but uh, it was many, many moons ago, and uh, just 
he asked Scarlett Johansson and Mark Ruffalo uh, just offhand because he knows that they're politically active on Twitter. And he just kind of set him up for this. You know, in the movie Age of Ultron, there's a scene where the Avengers are having a party and they're getting drunk and they're taking turns trying to pick up Thor's hammer to see who's worthy. And uh, it, it came back because of the, uh, the endgame sequences. Spoiler. Uh, Cap can pick up the hammer. Well, there's a scene where they're all trying and none of them can pick up the hammer. Cap kind of moves it a little. The Russos have said... He knew he could pick it up then. He just didn't want to embarrass Thor. <laughs> oh, what a good guy. <laughs> he is a good guy. Aw. And um, so at the time of the interviews, Jimmy was asking people, you know, all of the cast members that he could get who could pick up the, the hammer. And so he asked, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Mark Ruffalo. And they both, in unison, said, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> and they, they, it wasn't coached or anything. They both in unison said it, and then they, they looked at each other with surprise and went, ah, yes, high five, you know. Uh, so uh, I guess that, it, you know, because of the whole Endgame thing, they, the Daily Show people somehow found Jimmy's interview online and stuck it in at the end of the Daily Show this week for the moment of Zen. So cool. And uh, so, Jimmy, there you go, on the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cool. That's the big news for this week. Uh, we'll just go to the back to the episode. No, I got a bunch of stuff here, and I, I don't know what Sue thinks of any of this stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff she's just not aware of that I'll I, have to explain. I might be able to weigh in, maybe. All right, so there's a big Ghostbusters fan fest happening as we record this. In New York? No, in no. Uh, Los Angeles. That doesn't make sense. Ghostbusters happened in New York. <laughs> it's on the Paramount lot. No, I see what you. No, I see. I see where you're going. Okay, it makes sense. Uh, but uh, they're you know they've been having the stars of the movie there. Everyone but Bill Murray, of course, and uh, the one who died uh, can't be there, obviously. Although it's Ghostbusters, you never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, Sigourney Weaver, who played Dana Barrett in the original was talking about the new film, which is being helmed by Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman's son, who directed the original, and he's directing this sequel. And she was just being interviewed for, you know, that, that hotbed of news info parade magazine that everyone, I think, well, that your grandmother certainly reads. Um, is that the one that comes in the Sunday paper? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So she was talking to Parade Magazine, and they talked to her about, you know, who's who might be returning for the new movie, which is a, a question that you will get if you're doing this sort of thing. And she went on to say pretty much, you know, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, and me, we're all re returning. She just kind of offhandedly said that. And so everyone went... Was she not supposed to? Apparently not. Oh. So but she's... She she can say whatever she wants. Yeah, she's 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 she's, she's, she's Ripley. She's fucking Sigourney Weaver. She can say what she wants. So, so Jason Reitman had to step out and say, "Well, we can't say that, but I can tell you that she has read the script. Uh, Dan Aykroyd has read the script. Uh, Ernie has read the script, and Bill Murray has read the script." That's not a confirmation that they're reprising their roles. It's just that they have read the script. So maybe Sigourney Weaver talked too soon. Hmm. But Geek Twitter went crazy for a good 24 hours. So I'm just here to calm you the fuck down. All right. It's uh, going to be released on uh, July 10th, 2020. All right. Uh, okay, here's something that you're not going to understand completely, but I have to convey. <laughs> Okay, shoot. So uh, there's this uh, app, like the Disney app that's coming, but it's DC Universe, and so it's just so DC. So that you can watch stuff on it. Yeah, you can watch stuff and okay. read comics. It's all about DC Comics. Oh, okay. And they've been putting original TV series on it. And one of the TV series that they put on was Swamp Thing. Ten-episode series, right? From how long ago? Uh, brand new. Oh, oh, they're, oh. They're making oh. it new. Oh, and okay. uh, so they just started, they, they shot it about two years ago, and then they're putting it on the app. Ten episode run. It was originally going to be 13, then Warners went, no, 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 just 10. Which was weird when that happened. Well, after one episode of the series was released on the app, on DC Universe, 
Warner Brothers canceled it. Because it was that awful? No, it's actually getting great reviews. Then why did they hold on to it for two years? Well, it took two years to put it together. Oh. Two years to make. Uh, so they, they canceled it after one episode, which everybody started speculating, oh, well, is this Warner Brothers? Uh, because they're going to release their streaming app, and they want content on it? I don't think that's going to be a problem, because Warner Media owns TNT, TBS, HBO, all of this. I think maybe they're worried about muddling the, muddling the waters. You know, it'd be best just to have it all in one place. But this DC app has been very successful. The fans have been loving it. The shows have been getting good praise. People love the comic book feature in it. You can read comics. So, Are you using that? I am not, no. You know me. I'm a Marvel zombie, honey. Oh. <laughs> well, I was just asking because I thought that it might clear up some space in the house. No more comic books. Well, okay. no, I don't read DC comics enough. Okay. Yeah. And I, Darn it. And I like the paper comics. You know, I like to leave them around to people and uh, give them away. Leave them around the house? Well, no, I take them out. No, uh-huh. you, you've seen uh-huh. me. You've waited for me in airports. I have. While I go and Johnny Appleseed my comic books all It's over. mostly um, Carrie walking about 10 steps behind me and me pretending that I don't know him. <laughs> I'll just drop comic books throughout airports. If you've ever found one of my comics, email me and let me know. Uh, let's see. So they canceled it and everyone, everyone was scratching their heads trying to figure out what was going on. Well... This guy named John Golson from Movies.com, who apparently lives in the area in North Carolina where they filmed it, uh, he said that there is some confusion as to why the all-of-a-sudden shutdown. The reasons didn't hit the entertainment trades, but it did hit the news in North Carolina. North Carolina promised a $40 million tax rebate that, due to a paperwork error, they were unable to deliver to the TV show. That was roughly half of the proposed budget. For season one, which is estimated at eighty million, when North Carolina discovered the error, the corrected they corrected it. WB shut down the production, realizing they'd be taking a bath on the rebate and paying far more than they assumed. The adjusted number from North Carolina is something like fourteen million, and that's a massive difference. There won't be a season two. It's now too expensive to maintain the levels of quality of season one, especially for its niche platform. And there's no great reason to keep the production on standby when the deal in North Carolina is no good for them anyway. So after this was released, Warner Brothers said, "No, that's bullshit. It was a uh, it was a business decision. It was a creative uh, decision. Uh, creative differences." So nobody really knows why. The Swamp Thing show was canceled. It's getting great reviews from people who have seen it. But it doesn't make sense if you already have season one, why you wouldn't just make it available to people to watch and at least gauge their interest for future projects. Well, I think they're going to release it all on the app eventually. But uh, the idea that they just canceled it after the first episode, it was just, it's so weird. This that whole is weird. This whole Warner thing is weird. It's like... They, they've got such great properties with their DC Comics properties, and they just keep fumbling the ball. It's really, really weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, in sad news, also shows being canceled, uh, two of my favorites, Deadly Class and Happy, canceled the sci-fi. So are we going to watch the season that we have saved on DVR? The season two of Happy? Uh-huh. I'm kind of wondering now. I mean, we have so many other shows. I mostly just watched it for Patton Oswald, and he's available everywhere else. <laughs> and I'm going to see him next month, so I kind of feel like I don't need to watch him in Happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, he's going to be the voice of Modoc in the Modoc cartoon that's coming on the on Hulu that we'll need to watch. I don't know who. You that don't is. know who Modoc is. He's a he's a big. Oh, f- is that from um, Space Ghost? No, oh. it's a Marvel comic, but he's a big floating head. Okay. I'll show you later. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so yeah. uh, so there's that. Um, do you know Magic the Gathering? Do you know what that is? I know is? it's a game. It's a card game. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, the Russo brothers, who made the Avengers movies that you liked, the end game and those, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, Wait, huh? did they also do Game of Thrones? No. That's that's two other guys. Okay, because I was going to take it back if they did the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and they're moving on to make Star Wars movies, those two guys. Oh, okay. Then that's fine. <laughs> You're okay with that. Because I haven't seen Star Wars in a while. Okay. 
Well, the or Star Trek? Mm-hmm. Star Wars. You said Star Wars. Yeah, they're okay. doing Star Wars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, people think you're kidding. I... Uh, See, I have to think. People think you're kidding. It's like, there's no way that you two could stay married this long and have such disparate interests. I like to work out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie has no interest in that. See, there you go, folks. Uh, Magic the Gathering is getting an animated series for Netflix produced by Joe and Anthony Russo. Uh, so that's uh, that's something to look forward to. It'll be a while until it gets here, but the, the deal is struck. Also on Netflix, another animated series based on a big uh, IP, uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous will be set within the timeline of the 2015 feature film. It would have to be because the island is destroyed in the next movie. So there you go. So when do we get a Monopoly series, animated series? Funny you should ask. Really? It's being made. No. And also, how about this? Is this something that you want? Is this something that it you It probably need? isn't anything I want or need. Okay, so the Bloomhouse people, they make all those great horror movies. They did the recent Halloween that we saw and liked, right? Oh, uh-huh. Okay, you remember? You like that Get Out? You like that yeah. one? That's a Bloomhouse film. Okay. Uh, Paranormal Activity, we didn't see that, but um, uh, it, it got great yeah. reviews. Um, they're, they're getting together with... Uh, the Magic 8-Ball people to make a Magic 8-Ball movie. But no, that's not Monopoly. <laughs> it's not Monopoly, but it's a game. It's a Mattel game. That Mattel films. So do you want or need that? No. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, there is some uh, footage out there right now. Uh, you you know, hit pause and, uh, and Google this while you're at work to find this. Just search Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order... Uh, first gameplay footage, and you can go and look at it. It's like 13 minutes of uh, the first part of the game uh, that they just debuted at E3 this weekend. And it's uh, one of those, It's it, it could be a Star Wars game that you finally want to play. Because, you know, the Star Wars games have been kind of hit and miss, really. And, I uh, bet I wouldn't want to play it. Well, you're, <laughs> you're, a, you're a, a, a fallen Jedi. You're a Jedi, okay. and you're helping with the Rebellion, and you're... Hey, you're rescuing uh, Wookies. They're they're in the jail. The Empire's caught them, and you're letting the Wookie. You're helping to the Wookies escape. How many buttons are on the controller? How many joysticks? It's the Xbox. Contro- it's yeah, like Xbox. I can't. You can't. The oh. last one I could control was mm, the Atari. Mm. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so look for that footage. Uh, there also there are a lot of spoilers out there about the gameplay, so beware. There's some uh, characters that are popping up that you know you may want to be surprised by. So, what that would be in an upcoming movie, or that are just that in the game been, that have been in other Star Wars things. Oh, just that it'll be fun for people to see them in the game. Yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan, oh. you'll go, "Oh, that's him!" You know, oh. that kind of thing. Oh, there she is! Oh, look, it's her! You know, it, it features a cute new robot that rides on the guy's back. That was my. That was the part I liked. Anyway, all right, uh, finally this. Toy Story 4 is opening uh, pretty quick here. I think this weekend. I could be wrong. Uh, but according to USA Today, there are four new characters added to Toy Story 4 that you need to war- know about. The first one voiced by Carol Burnett. Legend, comedy legend, Carol Burnett, will voice a plastic chair named Cheryl Burnett. Okay. Um, I'm not quite sure how to (laughs) respond to that. Also, Mel Brooks. Okay. Comedy legend Mel Brooks Uh will play a toy elephant named Melephant Brooks. Nothing? Okay. Betty White. Comedy legend Betty White will voice a toy tiger named Bitey White. What? And no. Carl Reiner, comedy legend Carl Reiner, will voice a toy rhinoceros named Carl Rhinoceros. Okay. All right. It's 
Did they run out of ideas and just let a three-year-old name the characters (laughs) for them? I think a three-year-old knows who any of those people are. Well, no, but I mean, it's like rhymey names. Yeah. It's... I'm sure they're going to be in the movie for, you know, 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, we'll enjoy them, I'm sure, in the movie, but it just seems kind of cheesy to name their characters after them. I think it just was kind of a nod to their to their talent. We'd like you in our movie. It please. was a cheesy nod. Cheesy nod. Okay. Yeah. All right. We all see things differently. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Sue, for coming in and doing broken news with me. I appreciate and it. And I'll never be asked back again. My maybe not. Well, we'll see. We'll see how a response goes. <laughs> I'm never in control of any of these things. No, you're I'm dictated. You're the captain, but you're not in control. I'm, I'm a leaf in the wind, really. <laughs> uh, stay till the end of this episode. We've got uh, Jimmy interviewing all three generations of actors playing Shaft in the same movie. Uh, Richard Roundtree, Samuel Jackson, and I forgot the new guy's name, but you'll hear it coming up at the end of this episode. Uh, we'll get back to the episode Porterhouse. My in brother. Ju- in just a moment. Pleased to enjoy. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection in the month of June. Superman Year One. Frank Miller returns with Superman Year One. Following Clark Kent's youth in Kansas as he comes to terms with his strange powers and struggles to find his place in our world. DC Black Label proud to present the definitive origin of Superman as rendered by the legendary Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. Immortal Hulk. Is he man or monster, or is he both? Bruce Banner, quiet, calm, never complains. He's a scientist who believes he can use the darkest elements of his personality to do good in the world, but the horror lives deeper, and the horror refuses to die. When night falls, something other than the man wakes up again. The horror is the Immortal Hulk. The first ten issues of this critically acclaimed series have now been collected in an oversized hardcover. And Kerman. In the distant future, melting ice caps have flooded the planet. Humans have become scattered, an endangered species. Strange new life has evolved, and among them, a tribe of primitive frogmen have thrived out of the watery wastes of the drowned earth. An unlikely hero shall rise. Kerman. Live on Kickstarter now. Open seven days a week. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. On June 11th, they're hosting a free sex education class from 7 to 9 p.m. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work. Workout Buddy SLC or email me myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. And we're back. Uh, stay till the end for the uh, interview with the cast of Shaft. Shaft. Is that what the movie's just called, Shaft? Yeah, it's not really creative. Yeah. Yeah. For every generation, there's a Shaft movie. I think it would just be confusing. It I'm should be, you know, Shaft the New Batch or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> the I don't new know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? It could be called Shaft. There's only one Shaft. Well, there's three Shafts. There's three That's, in this Is that a batch? But there's only there's three. There's more than three Shafts. I wonder there's if... There's movies. I wonder if really uncomfortable. <laughs> 
wonder if Roundtree is going to be around like 15 years so they can do four. You know, like a bunch of guys of talking about shafts? Maybe. No. Maybe. You ever seen a shaft movie? You've seen, <laughs> you ever seen a shaft I've seen like Africa? a mine shaft. That's all I have. I, I thought you were going to go. <laughs> I'm more shocked that the Taylor Jackson, he played shaft 19 years ago. Oh. Has it been that long? Yeah. yeah. The, the John Jesus. Singleton one. John Singleton, who yeah, just right. passed away. Yeah. John Singleton. Do you remember who the villain was in it? Christian Bale. The man. Oh. The man. I did not know that. It's fun to learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny in that movie though, when he was trying to find Shaft, he kept going, Where is he? He got to finally use that again nineteen years later. It's really yeah. weird. And he yeah. even said, Where I'm going, we're an hockey pad. It's so weird. Christian, this has nothing to do with the movie. And he's yeah. like, I just want to say it. He's ahead of ahead of the curve. Yeah. I had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um uh, who's talking about listening to books on tape early? It's you two. Me and Tony. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. You, you know, guys don't have, read. They, they have digital versions. We they, don't know no, how. No, they can't yeah. read. We don't know okay. how. Look at these fucking millennials. My, I can't read. My phone does all the work well, for me. I blame the school it's system. It's 2019. So I. I don't need to read. If it's, if it's not a pop-up book, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh, those scare me. So it's cool. you, guys, you guys don't <laughs> read. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But who was doing the books on tape? The, these, I, these two, yes. right? Okay. I, I, I also do. I hate them. I just yeah, I've Also, got a, I've got tape. <laughs> I've got you say a, tape. I've got an Audible <laughs> account. <laughs> I've got an Audible account. I've got all the Expanse books now. Hey, me too. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty good. They're There's good. a British guy that reads them. Well, <laughs> is he sitting next to you? Like, I don't know, Leo, are you ready for oh, this? Oh, no, no. I actually have like the really good Audible account. All right, it's bedtime, Lee. The author of the book actually comes to my house and reads a chapter. All right, Lee, did you have your, your glass of water? One tuck, fish. Tuck you in. Two fish. So, you, he's chapter he's 37. Mas- I'm he's masturbating underneath. Your, <laughs> your <laughs> premium account gets you a handy job? Yeah, every time. Oh. Anyway. Uh, but uh, books on tape. <laughs> Good night, Lee. Yes. Oh, no, it's really audio with Alice uh, Thank you. Audio, audio books. books. They're on, audio books. They're on MP3 tape. now. Yes, audio books. I call them listenies. Uh, in another... Listenies. <laughs> 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 In another attempt to dominate another market, uh, Marvel Entertainment stop uh, partner- partnering with G- Dreamscape Media to adapt a number of existing prose books based on its library of uh, characters and au- books to audiobooks starting in the fall. Okay. So no specific titles were mentioned, but you know, with a little detective work, you can figure it out. Um, the announcement was uh, the two companies promised nearly 25 original new audiobook re- recordings. Oh. Uh, Marvel's classic and iconic prose stories. So these are not, I know, so not the picture books. I remember they did a like a prose version of Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get stories including Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Spider-Man, X-Men. Uh, written by industry legends like, and this is where the detective work comes in, David Michelin, uh, Tony Isabella, Len Wein, Marv Wolfman, Peter David. Peter David! Okay, so based on the authors lifted, listed... The offerings will probably include the Pocketbook 7879 Marvel Pros line, as well as 1996 Incredible Hulk What Savage Beast. And I oh. think that was Peter David, yeah, right? That, of course. Okay. Do they hold? <laughs> do those books hold up, though? I will find out. Marvel, yeah. Marvel's got a bunch of like young adult like uh, prose books, especially like I have a lot of uh, Black Widow. There's a She Hulk one. Um, and I've listened to a couple of them. They're kind of fun. DC hmm. just DC's doing some young adult books too. That uh, Under the Moon with uh, it's the story of Selena Kyle when she's like a, a teenager. It's oh, interesting. Good I really book. hope they don't do Star Wars audiobooks. Do this do this thing that I really hate, and they have background noises. Like, so Pachoo! yeah, so like if you're on a ship, like if the scene takes place on a ship, you hear ship background noises. Oh, Go ahead yeah. and fully act it, right? Don't just have it. So it's kind of like they're doing a radio play. Kind of. But without acting. Yeah. If you're going to do that, you need. so much. If you're going to do sound effects, you got to have a full cast. Right. Oh, exactly. But if it's just the narrator and sound effects, it's weird. They just did uh, the audio reading of William Gibson's script for Alien 3. Uh-huh. And it's oh, yeah. fully acted. It's so they they just took the original script without all the changes they put in for the motion picture and it's kind of amazing. Mm, yeah. Really? Did you listen to it? Yeah. The nice. the best audiobook I've ever heard is uh, World War Z. Mm. The audio book. Oh yeah, and it, that's how I listened to World War Z, and yeah. it was really good. Like Alan Alda's in it. Like it's a bunch of different because the people. book. Yeah, the book itself is interviews of a whole bunch of different people about you know the outbreak of this mm-hmm. disease. Yeah, and it's it, nothing like the movie. Oh, yeah. That, so it sounds almost like a, yeah. almost like a long form uh, news story 
I guess yeah, is what it sounds kind of yeah. like. It's really, it was really <clears throat> well done. I'll have like to check that out. Like, well, yeah, the best, really like Alan Alda. Well, the best part was Alan Alda. A big Alan Alda I liked him was, in Mephisto Waltz. Uh, Alan Alda was great in this audio book when he said, "It's a baby! It was a baby!" No, no that was, was that was. Oh, that, that was, was different. Nice. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, it was a rooster. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it wasn't a fucking baby uh, at all. But this is going to be available uh, uh, September. Uh, September. You can get it uh, Amazon, Audible, Google, okay, things like that. Uh, so uh, look for it, and I think they're doing that because. The Stitcher podcast series with Wolverine, Wolverine. was Dude. so popular. Oh. It really, really well. I I thought it was just okay, but it did. It was it was okay. Yeah, it was just okay. Uh, Where's I Gene? <laughs> it's a whole chapter. Of, it was kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is a lot of like them trying to get Wolverine to cooperate, and he's like, no, no, I'm not. I don't. Gonna, I don't play nice with people. I won't cooperate until the last episode. And it's like 13 hours. So of what, that. Would, <laughs> what, what would be really fun is to pull all of Richard Armitage's dialogue from it mm-hmm. and replace it with an obstinate toddler. Now, because it would be the same story. It's trying to get somebody yeah. who's yeah, obstinate uh, or our president or our president exactly. Uh, like I said, yeah, obstinate toddler. Guys, Where's Gene? I'm not going to help. Gene. No, guys, I'm the best at what I do. Snicked. Like many people are saying, you guys are being so rude. He's doing his best. Okay, I know. <laughs> he can't right. help it that he didn't get oxygen for the first like hour of his life. That's true. He's got no I, cancer. So I live in fantasy land. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Many um, people are saying. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of I'm shit. The best, I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is not very nice. <laughs> he does wear a toupee pretty good. Adamantium. Bub. Lots. Uh, bub. I've got the most adamantium, the best adamantium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. sure some ninjas are very nice people. Yes. <laughs> They're good on both sides. Now, here is a, uh, a show that I, I want you to cover, Lee, you, because you're covering know. shows for Bleeding Cool. Yes. Because um, you know Talking Dead. Yes. The show Talking Dead. Oh, with right. that shithead host, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Well. That's still on. Fred Savage. <laughs> it is. Fred Savage. Fred, Savage. listen to this. Listen to this concept. The it's, ghost of Fred Savage. It's a high concept. He's All alive. Right. I just interviewed him. Oh, Fred he's Savage. He's alive and he's hilarious. He's actually funny. Fred shit. Savage will host an after show for a fictional Fox drama titled The Flare. Okay. Based on the post-apocalyptic book series, which also does not exist, the moon <laughs> is the sun at night. What? <laughs> I want that book. By, this sounds funny. By the also <laughs> not real author, the also equally fictitious sci-fi writer T.J. Whitford. The after show <laughs> will feature multiple segments, including authentic sit-down celebrity interviews, with set the, visits to the show that doesn't exist, <laughs> with the actors who aren't on amazing. the show, with the actors who are not on the show called The Flare, uh-huh. and interviews with the cast that also do not exist, as well as discussion with the fans who also do not exist. Oh my oh, god! This that sounds, sounds amazing. Awesome and super meta. This sounds like Space Ghost level, like exactly. Like yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, uh, it's called "What Just Happened." <laughs> <laughs> Very with, fitting with Fred Savage. I hope a good chunk of what it's like improvised happened? too. Uh, that's great. Uh, so that's, yeah, he's funny as shit. I'll say because he's what, really funny. What made me mad with when I did interview him though, because he they didn't tell us we were going into it, but he was acting like he was kidnapped. Like from Deadpool, like still, like, like if you actually looked at his shoes, they were tied to the chair. Like that. <laughs> but they didn't tell us any of that. And we walked out, they go, Did you get the bit? I'm like, no, no, What are you talking about? And they're like, He's acting like he's kidnapped. I'm like, No, but if you had told me, we could have fucking riffed on that yeah, so exactly. easy. Yeah. You seem like you're a little nervous, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fred, everything okay? <laughs> blink, blink twice. Are you feeding? Are you, are you being fed, fed well? Can I, can I get you anything, Fred? Are you all right? <laughs> you want some water? You look a little sweaty. Are you blinking in Morse code? <laughs> blink twice if you need help. <laughs> And then uh, finally this, and uh, uh, I need you to pull out your Arnold. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> wow. It's Excuse huge. Me. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> look, at the size of, look at the size of my Arnold. No. <laughs> Don't look directly I'm, at I'm it. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to highlight the parts that you need to read. You're underlining. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's not how underlining I'm works. I'm going to have <laughs> to. Yeah, he's highlighting I, with his paper cliply. I, I, never, I never said underlining. It's I a metaphor. I'm, I'm highlighting. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to have to act. I'm going to have to act you here. You are. Painting a word picture. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. will be lending his voice to Stan Lee's superhero kindergarten. Uh-oh. 
kindergarten code. <laughs> Stan Lee once asked Arnold Schwarzenegger, What is your ultimate Hollywood dream? What would it be? My ultimate dream is to do more Conan movies and more Terminator movies. The one movie I think that would be fantastic sequel is Kindergarten Cop. They already have one. <laughs> oh, you guys should have your own scripts. We should have our own scripts. Yeah, so, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yes, I I enjoyed watching you. Uh, the fun that you had. The fun that you had doing it. Take uh, your, we're watching a play. Do you remember one of my favorite lines? Put your toys back on the carpet. <laughs> Take your toys back to the carpet. <laughs> God. So Lee then called up Schwarzenegger and said, uh, I "Arnold, got, I got this thing." No, you gotta say it like you gotta say it right. I called up Arnold and I told him <laughs> I have this idea. It's it's a it's an animated series called Stan Lee's Superhero Kindergarten. <sighs> The series is aimed at children and centers on Arnold, a gym teacher who was granted superpowers and spent decades fighting crime as Captain Courage. Five years before the story picks up, he had to expel his powers to win a final battle with his nemesis, Dr. Superior. I put a lot of thought into these characters' names. (laughs) (laughs) He retired from public life, but returns after an explosion of superpowered particles rain down and kids get superpowers. Now he works as a kindergarten teacher to help train the children. This is, right. this is perfect because if I only have to talk, it's okay that I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I have to teach them about everything. Teach them about health and fitness. Teach them how to be inclusive, not to be a bully. Abstinence. How, how, no. <laughs> <laughs> how to set goals for themselves. How to use their powers for good, for not for evil. <laughs> I don't want the abstinence talking in kindergarten <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah. That seems weird. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, they're making this show. Wait until marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a Republican. So. Wait for marriage. He's Be a, careful who you hire for your... He's an actual Republican, though. Yeah. yeah. Be uh, careful who you hire for your maids. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Arnie, though, did you guys see that there's a trailer out for the final Rambo yeah. movie? Yeah. Oh, no. no, no, no. Well, yeah, I know, but like I'm saying, it just, you know, same... And, and it's called Last Blood. And when it, exactly blood, Last Blood? Why didn't they call it Rambo Number Five? And when that came out, there were guys at work who <laughs> were Vega. watching it, going, "That looks cool." And I don't know. I I don't think I watched the same trailer that they did because <clears> I, I thought it, it looks stupid. I think I'm it looks great. See it. I think it looks great. I think it looks like the greatest fucking Home Alone movie you've ever seen. Exactly. I'm gonna go see it because I love the last ones. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But they're not same as like you know they're not good. We talked about Did, it real fast on uh, Broken News, uh, but I just want to get everybody's uh, the, the Dark Fate. Speaking of Arnold, though, mm-hmm. the Dark Fate trailer came out. Terminator, and uh, he comes out uh, all old looking. I think they're going to do the riff where it's Sergeant Candy. You think it's Sergeant Candy? I think it's I Sergeant, Sergeant Candy. Candy. <laughs> because if go. it does follow T two, <laughs> go to go to YouTube and, and search Sergeant Candy. Sergeant Candy. Sergeant Candy Terminator. Search that and watch that. It's me. Sergeant Candy. <laughs> but I think they're going to do it. I mean, like, it's a great fucking idea. Lose the fucking accent, stupid shit. Like, yeah, sure. But the yeah. idea that he was the guy behind the program. Because right. he's dead in, after T2. So Did yeah. you guys see that footage of him in Brazil where he's at one of yeah. the, oh, the guy kicked athletic? Him? Yeah. The kid kicked him? That kid runs and kicks him at full speed and he just like stumbles forward two steps and turns around <laughs> and it murdered him. And what did he say? He's like, I'm just glad he did not interrupt my Snapchat. Yeah. I'm just glad he did not mess up my Snap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, games, movies, and then we'll get to the uh, cast of Shaft. All right, we'll do games first. Uh, let's see, we got something called um, To Rive. I think I think the two's supposed to be no, an S. It's To Blave, which clearly <clears throat> means To Blave. Which means Glavin. To Blave, Too Furious. What? Uh, let's see. We got something called Battle Worlds Chronos for the Switch, uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance Royal Edition. Uh, I think that's like that sounds the, like a terrible kingdom to live in. I have the porn version of that Come one. Kingdom, <laughs> same yeah. title. And uh, we got Warhammer <laughs> Vermintide Two Deluxe Edition. I don't know why they're putting out these special editions of games that came out like a year or you'll, more ago. You'll buy them. I guess that's all it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the most important thing coming out this week, though, Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, yes! What? 
Really? What? Laser shoot, Larry. I haven't what? masturbated to a game for a while. Well, here's your chance because the uh, is it VR? No, it doesn't oh. even come. Oh. It's on no, no. Actually, I've I've demoed it. It is it is VR, but it's still text based. Uh, <laughs> it's called. Oh, that's we don't know how to read. It's called Leisure Suit Larry. Wet dreams don't dry. Oh, oh my God! And guess what platform it's coming out on? PC, Nintendo Switch, of course. What? <laughs> no, you gotta not. use both your hands <laughs> for that. Says. Yeah, but it's there's no fucking way that's on Nintendo don't Switch. Dry? Yeah. Oh it's my the, god! Uh, it's the special BDSM edition of the Switch. It actually. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the Crunchy Suit edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh that'll be next year. <laughs> that's it. Uh, All right. The animated. There's series really nothing coming out. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, season one of Magnum PI. Who gives a shit? Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, the the CBS. Version the new one, yeah. Have you actually watched it? No, I watched two episodes of it. Did you regret Why? life? No, I didn't regret it. When it are they actually, gonna reboot Matlock? Did you lose a pet <laughs> or something? No, I, I was <laughs> bored after watching an episode of Star Trek, and I was like, I have to calm down, so I'm gonna watch this boring ass detective show. And I watched Magnum, and I was like, holy shit, they actually figured some of the Magnum shit out hmm. from the original Magnum series. I've, what I've was your problem that. with the old Magnum series? Yeah, the, was his shorts not short enough? His relationship with Robin Masters didn't make sense. And so in the new series, Robin Masters was a buddy of theirs in Afghanistan, and they were all special forces. And when Masters got out of the military, he started writing these detective novels oh. based off of Rick and AJ and, and, and Thomas Magnum. And okay. So, and the new guy playing Magnum is actually a pretty, pretty good no actor. Tom Selleck. Don't, don't he's no Tom Selleck. He's no Tom Selleck, but... Don't you even try. <laughs> but, he, but he's Latinx, so it brings, it brings a non-white dynamic to the character. Oh, okay. And Higgins is, is a... Thomas Magnum, and he's... Dude, Latino? Magnum's not a real name. It can apply to any ethnicity. And uh, Higgins is a woman. <laughs> Higgins is a woman and, and thinks he's a fucking idiot. So it's talk kind of like a woman? No, it's a British a British woman who's got Zeus and Apollo, the, the dogs. No. Is there they're... still a helicopter and a Ferrari? Yeah, but it makes sense. Okay. But there's a woman. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm out. I'm not. Yeah, they still, they still have they still have the island hopper thing. They do the charter flights and all that other stuff, but it kind of gets into their their tour in Afghanistan. But most importantly, mustache. Uh-huh. No, I don't think so. I, but just I on his chest. You. No mustache. Just a yeah. sweet chest. But they actually mustache. blew the Ferrari up in the first episode. Well, fuck Whoa. that. Then. Fuck so that. what I mean, and a girl. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if you're looking for something to really help yourself get down off of the insane high of an episode of Star Trek, oh, and they were so good it's this year. So yeah. the crushing low of a Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> evens you out. Just yeah. evens you right out. Yeah, I Keeps just, you on an even keel. So yeah. I went and I had, a, I had a yogurt and went to sleep. All right. Because <laughs> I was an old person. You had an activity and went to bed. <laughs> oh, this one ma- has probiotics. Yeah. Thanks, that, Jamie Lee Curtis. That, that Magnum sure did ground me. I'm going to have some activity. the last activity little bit to yeah. jerk off thinking about Jamie Lee Curtis and... Uh, <laughs> True Lies? It, True Lies. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say the latest Halloween. I said trading places, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I, I go trading places. Yeah. Uh, Mr. B, if you will. Brother, please, take out the show. Papa requests oh, it. Oh, yes, Papa, please. <laughs> I think we should keep it going because it makes him so twitchy. Brother, offer Papa some ham. <laughs> Papa, I was going to eat more ham, but now I think I'm just going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. What's up, Jim? How's it going? Hey, man, how you doing? Slated. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Nice to meet you, hey. Salt Lake. Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my there. biggest audience is. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure seeing all three of you. It's the only play I've ever gotten burned out of. Wow. <laughs> Close the theater because it caught, caught fire. Oh. <clears throat> Great uh, reputation. <laughs> uh, this movie is uh, its a fatherly story, and I'm curious, what's the best fatherly advice you ever got? Ooh. Best fatherly advice we ever got? Why y'all look at me? <laughs> <laughs> y'all got dancing. Because mine wasn't there. So. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Uh, best fatherly advice that I ever got. I don't know. I, I get fatherly advice all the time. Yeah. Maybe when I became a father. Oh. Yeah, I became a father two years ago. And, I mean, it wasn't just one piece of advice. It was the guidance that I got from my dad along the way. That yeah. kind of, I think, trumps everything that I learned prior to that. And then when you're now responsible for another life and you have someone like my father to, to look up to and to, you know, follow behind, yeah. I think that pretty much takes the cake. There you go. Good on you. <laughs> Thanks. Mine is, my dad said, never look down at anyone, at least to the degree in which you never look up to anyone. Mm-hmm. Eye to eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good advice, too. Yeah? It's really good advice. Anything over here? Huh? My father wasn't there for me. I was there with my mama. 
Best motherly advice. Yeah. Huh? Best, Best motherly, motherly advice. advice. I brought you in here, I'll take you out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hear that every day. <laughs> wow, that's my childhood. Summed up. Summed up. Why do you think that the character of Shaft is timeless? I think every guy wants to be, you know, thought of as cool, brave, stylish, sexy, uh, and fearless. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's he's that guy, and he makes it, you know, effortless. Yeah, you know, he always makes it look like okay, no sweat, no, you know, <laughs> it's just what's happening. Yeah. But for me, traveling around the world, it transcends color. Hmm? It's manliness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when you got this paint job, if you looked up at to be a, uh, 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 a trendsetter or, or, or a hero or what have you, but when it crosses that color line, mm-hmm. oh, when Latina, you become the king of cool for no good reason other than you were cool in a movie, <laughs> and people people believe that's you. <laughs> he said that out loud too. <laughs> no, he I mean, it, I get it a lot. Actually, you know, it's it's like, sure. oh my God, the King of Cool. It's like, dude, I sit at home, I read books, I watch Hello. movies, I play golf. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I haven't shot anybody for at least. Been <laughs> <laughs> at least a year. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. And I do have some nice clothes. I do. I own that. You know. But yeah, I mean, I, I get it, and it's fine. And it's great that you know people relate to you in a very you know honest and wonderful way because they like what you do. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm not looking for a way out like you know some people. Yeah, I'll play James Bond for the next eight movies. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. thank you so much. Absolutely, yeah, thank you, man.